Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Three Ball Podcast. I don't remember what episode is, but we have Connor on the podcast again. Yeah, so um, unfortunately Connor's not on here to just talk randomly. We actually have talking points for like the second time. Um, yeah, Connor, you're literally on here to just talk about the MLB restart, so go ahead. Um, all right, so I'm glad they finally made a decision, but they made the decision that was they bit their whole deal was a deal that was made back in May. Not May, May March. Yeah, it was March. Um, I don't know why they couldn't agree sooner on it. They're kind of, I, I mean, at that point, I think Rob Manfred was literally saying, all right, we're starting out. I don't, I don't really care what the players have to say. I appreciate it's mandating a season start. Yeah. Um, it was a whole bad situation. But now uh, pitchers and catchers report today. So uh, I'll probably be looking at a bunch of, I'll be staying tuned in, looking at MLB and my Dodgers seeing the pitchers and catchers walk in. Hopefully we do have a season with the spike in cases. It's kind of worrying me, but just as long as I can stay away from baseball. Yeah. Okay. So how, how long is the season? 60 games? 60 games in 66 days. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> okay. So what team do you think is going to play the best in these 60 games in 66 days? Well, um, at, per the, MLB, the Dodgers, per the MLB show, the Marlins, per the MLB show, what randomness? Okay, but that and we know that won't happen. Yeah. Okay, so the Braves may struggle because they they don't really get off to a hot start. That's very um, true. So the Braves, so there may be like the Phillies leading that division. Um, let's see here. I'm, it's it's hard to really have a hot start. Like Red Sox, not really. Yankees, well, it, it'll probably be Yankees and Dodgers, like for sure. Yeah. Because those teams always do good. Yeah, but one thing, unfortunately, that's going to help the Astros in the sixty-game season is that <laughs> they're not going to be able to beam the Astros players like they wanted to because. I, I I don't want to put Jose Altuve on in the first inning when there's only 60 games in this season and this one game could cost me a playoff spot. No, when they play teams like the Tigers, the Tigers are just going to go off on them. Yeah, like, the Tigers aren't making the playoffs anyway. Teams with the Tigers and maybe, just maybe the White Sox will do good now they have good players. So maybe we could see a different postseason this year. Hey, uh, all I know is the Athletics aren't making the playoffs this year. The Athletics always start off trash. Most of the time. It's kind of true. Yeah, e- even the great season that they had way back in the day during the Moneyball era, they only had a good season because they won like 21 games in a row. But before that, they were awful. Wasn't that when they had Ricky Anderson? Nah. We're no. talking Moneyball, not like oh. good athletes. Oh no! Okay, forgot. Uh, money, just... Yeah, the Moneyball team was old. Old David Justice who couldn't move. Um, uh, <laughs> Scott Hattenberg who hadn't played baseball in three years. Um, Jason Giambi's fat brother. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that that next team was pretty weird. But um, speaking of baseball, how's your baseball career going, Connor? All right, so so from from apparently from everybody else, the the how I pitched on this previous Sunday game was apparently some of the best pitching performance these guys have ever seen in person. And I mean, it was a it was what was it a five inning complete game with eighty seven pitches thrown. Only one run score was unearned. I had four hits and two walks allowed. It was pretty good for me. I mean, we won like 14, 13 to 1. Dang. Yeah, we kind of killed there, guys. Who were y'all playing? Chapin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I kind of remember the Chapin teams. But. Chapin 18U. They had like one 18U guy, and he was the only person to get half. He got half of their hits. How many hits did they have? Two? Four. <laughs> okay. And there was only two good hits, and the only two good hits was this guy hitting a triple and a double off of me. I was Dang. like, okay. Okay, Connor. But Stop. he went two. He went two for three because he had, in the very last inning with ba- with bases loaded, he hit a infield fly rule. Okay, he choked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Connor. Um, since since we're on your baseball career, if you had to pick your MLB comparison, who would it be? Well, I'm not. I'm not as good as anybody else in in that right now. But I said, I said comparison because Joe Burrow ain't good as good as Tony Romo, but people still compare him to him. <laughs> All right, so I've been compared to looking like a Degrom. A Degrom, okay. I don't really throw super hard, but Degrom does. It's more of a junk pitcher. I'm like a right-handed Kershaw, except I'm actually good when it matters. Okay. Maybe like a Rich Hill, right-handed, okay, right-handed. I mean, you just name all the Dodgers pitchers. Well, because that's all I know. Because I mean, I can't really say like Pedro because that that's way too dominant. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Connor. My MLB comparison for you. Um, okay, let's see. You're a junk ball pitcher. <laughs> it's not. It's not like I throw like super slow. I mean, I'm hitting like set. I, you don't I throw su- you don't throw seventy-five is like my average. Yeah. Um, and you throw a knuckle curveball, right? Knuckle curve and slider and change up. Okay. Um. Jeez. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna like my comparison, but I got one. <laughs> I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna give you that dude for the Braves. Who usually plays really good most of the season, but every once in a while he has that off game. His name he has like the long last name on the brand. Oh, Mike Fultonekwit. Fultonekwitz. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see. But I don't allow like nine runs in the first inning of a game, though. Oh, okay, but you have had a bad game, Connor. <laughs> yeah, but not nine runs in the first inning of an all of a postseason elimination game. Connor, it's because our coaches wouldn't allow nine runs in an inning, even if Michael Adams was pitching. Or, no, not Michael Adams. Uh, oh, who was a bad pitcher? Oh, who was an awful pitcher on one team that played for? I can't remember. Literally, but, almost, literally almost every pitcher we've had. Okay, buddy. That. <laughs> like, tra- like of our travel ball team dude, here. Dude, the one two, the one two combo is, was me starting and you finishing. What do you mean? Okay, that's facts, but I'm injured half the time, so. Uh, you putting quotations around that injured? Okay, that, see that one game? <laughs> <laughs> that was a ghost injury, yeah. See, that one game I was injured, but I told Travis at the beginning of the game, listen, man, I'm not feeling it, so please don't play me. And then you, and then you like, trip, and then it looked like you died. Yeah. <laughs> We were all Listen. like, oh, he's done for the season. Connor, we weren't even playing seasons, man. Yeah, you were but, done for, you were done for the summer. But anyways, you can't be roasting the travel ball teammates. I know I know the tra- I know some travel ball teammates who listen to this, man. Well, I mean it, it's honest, dude. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, we were good. But I mean we also just we had just good hitting and fielding. Okay, Colin Cowherd, just go roast all the pitchers and then. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm including myself because like I was terrible. You know, I pitched, <laughs> bro. I I pitched like fifty fifty. I was either really good or just trash. Yeah, because it goes from being junk ball pitcher to being left handed junk ball pitcher. Okay, listen, man. I don't even have any jump ball pitches. It's just, what do you throw? Just a change up the whole time? Uh, no, see, my my MLB comp is Jamie Moyer. Oh my! Hey, Jamie Moyer's the oldest pitcher to win a game. So, 
Uh, how old was that again? I can't remember. It was he like, was like 45. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. See, see, my MLB comps Jamie Moyer because Jamie Moyer can't throw the fastball. He really can't throw a curveball. And somehow he just stays in the MLB. Kind of like Bartolo. Yeah. How, how is men still here? Okay, well, Bartolo is fat and sells tickets, okay? Well, I mean, Bartolo, ha- Bartolo has, like, diamond fielding. That's true. Don't know how that man fields that well, but he just does that. Yeah, that, that's very <laughs> true. Okay, um, so the Patriots signed Cam Newton to uh, be the greatest team in NFL history once again. Um, the Patriots are the first team to lose an MVP quarterback and then add an MVP quarterback in the same offseason. Um, what are your uh, thoughts on camp to the Patriots? Well, it's, it's all Bill Belichick, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's the Bill Belichick magic. He works his magic. He just loses Tom Brady. Oh, I'll just pick up a guy. i pick up Tom Brady, but black. <laughs> and can actually move. Yes, but also look dresses like a female. Okay, hey, you gotta stop bashing people's style here, okay? No, he's got a, he's got a good style, but like, it's kind of funny the way he looks. I mean, looks. my mom would wear it, but I mean, it's, it's yeah. okay. He looked like he looked like a like was like a like a homeless Russian grandma or something at one hey, time. I'm down, I'm down with it. I'd wear the scarf. <laughs> I mean, didn't they get like crushed? And he was like, I don't want to talk about this. Hey, man, neither would I. How would you feel if they interviewed you after a loss? <laughs> How do that, what, what was that one guy that just started, like, fighting the camera crew? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, Connor, your pitching performance was subpar today. How do you feel? <laughs> I start going down on the – I start just throwing fists everywhere to the camera crew. I'm just – just start just <laughs> – Throws the microphone at the guy. Just starts, just starts cussing out the a whole like, like news crew. Yeah, or you could just be like uh, Nick Saban and be like, "That's a stupid question." Pass. Uh, that actually asked me a good question. Like, um, so how do you feel about that home run? That's a stupid question. It's a stupid question. We it's lost home the run. game. It's a home run. Yeah. No, that's how Nick Saban really be like. It'll be like. Nick Saban, your offense put up 50 points today. How did you feel about that? Doesn't matter. Stupid question. Subpar. <laughs> subpar, baby. Yeah, subpar. Our offense could should put it, be putting up 100, okay? <laughs> I can't wait till Alabama's offense does that against a nobody team. Bruh, Alabama, Alabama's one of the most – Okay, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop talking about SEC you, but, football. I got too many SEC fans that listen to this. Well, podcast. You better say, say Alabama's overrated. I'm not gonna say they're overrated, but like Tua was overrated. A little bit. <laughs> because Tua played for Alabama, and Tua was the best quarterback Nick Saban's coach, but that's not saying much. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they never really had a quarterback. I mean, the dudes he's coached have been John Parker Wilson, A.J. McCarron. Um, oh, <laughs> I can't say that because that might sound racist. <laughs> I, mean, I can't remember the dude's name, but he was the black quarterback that was after A.J. McCarron. <laughs> I don't know the guy either. Yeah. I, then, then he had Jalen. Oh, well, Jalen's actually a baller, but then, he had Jalen, then Tua. Now he's going to have Mac Jones. How does he? How does he do it with these like, eh, quarterbacks? Unathletic white quarterbacks. Um, um, their offense was hand the ball to the running back. Derrick Henry being their running back for a little bit. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Bo Scarborough. Oh Jesus Christ! I just like to remind people that Nick Saban at one time had Bo Scarborough and Alvin Kamara on the same team. And then Alvin Kamara transferred to Tennessee. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, that's just the Alabama vibe, you know. Have a bunch of good players, they transfer, get more good players. Transfer to somewhere 
some other bum SEC school. Yeah. Okay, now, see, I'm going to get roasted by some Tom Brady fans here, but I don't care. Who do you have having a better record this year, the Patriots or the Buccaneers? Well, ah, crap. And if you want to, I can read you the schedules of both teams. I wrote them down just in case. Uh, just give me some of the hardest games they have. Okay, for the Buccaneers, they play the Saints twice. They play the Falcons twice, who apparently have a good offense now. And both of them are at the end of the year. So it gives Dan Quinn time to game plan. They play the Packers. They play the Chiefs. And they play the Vikings. And the Bears with Nick Foles. So. Doesn't sound like a really hard schedule. I mean, I guess besides the Vikings and Saints are like their hardest games. Okay, you just going to ignore Patrick Mahomes like that? Wait, they play the Chiefs as well? Oh, crap. Yeah, they play the Chiefs and the Packers. Oh, well, then they're, they're not no, they're not going to game. Yeah. Uh, they may, they uh, may beat the Falcons, but that's about it. They're playing the Chiefs and the Packers. And, well, the Bears may have a lucky game against them. Yeah. Okay, so I got the Buccaneers going 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know if people are going to hate on me, but... I, I think I, I think they may go like like nine seven, just maybe yeah. they pull one and, out. Uh, oh, and, and my dad's gonna kill me for this one. I got the Patriots going thirteen and three. <laughs> I think I could see him going not thirteen and three, but uh, oh no, their their schedule is way too easy. It's ten, always easy. Eleven and five, ten and six. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you their schedule real quick at. At the least, I have them going 12-4. and four. But let me read you the Patriots' schedule. The first game, they play the Dolphins. Yes, sir. Dolphins win in that game. Okay. I mean, I know, I know we love Ryan Fitzpatrick here on the, on the podcast, but if we're being realistic, that's a dub for the Pats. Well, I mean, unless there's something like last year happened. Was it last year? Was it, no, that was two years ago, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, last what? year, the Dolphins got killed in the oh, first game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we thought they were going to be the worst team in NFL history. <laughs> All right, so they went against the Dolphins. They played the Seahawks the second game. I have them losing against the Seahawks. Yeah, that's probably not going to be a – that's going to be a tough matchup right there. Yeah, okay. Then the Raiders. I have them beating the Raiders. Raiders aren't too good, even though they're in Las Vegas now. Then they played the Chiefs. I have them losing to the Chiefs. Probably. The Broncos, they win against the Broncos. Yeah, I think it, unless it was Peyton Manning Broncos, but it's not that. So, the 49ers, I have them winning because the 49ers don't have Debo Samuel anymore because of the injury. What happened to Debo? Uh, he like broke his uh, he broke his like ankle or something. Great. At a, at a, yeah, at an at home workout. I don't understand how that happens. A lot of people are getting injured, injured at their at-home workouts. So I got them beating the 49ers because I'm taking Cam Newton over Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Unless Jimmy G gets injured celebrating again. Okay. <laughs> Don't talk about the most handsome man in football, okay? Sure. Uh, then the Bills. I got them beating the Bills. Most likely. The Jets. I have them beating the Jets because the Jets suck. Wait, didn't the Jets beat them last year? No. I know they they beat the Bears or the Cowboys. They beat the Cowboys, is what it was. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> then the Pats play the Ravens. I have the Ravens winning that game as much as Bill Belichick can probably game. Lamar Jackson is just too fast. Yeah. Um. Then the Texans. I have the beating the Texans because the Texans just traded away everybody except Deshaun Watson. <laughs> uh, poor Deshaun though. Actually, even though he go, even though he he went to Clemson, poor dude. Yeah, poor dude. Um, then they play the Cardinals. As much as I love the Cardinals, they're gonna they're gonna win that game, or the Patriots are gonna win that game, not the Cardinals. Cardinals probably, yeah. And then they play the Chargers. The Chargers are gonna be trash this year. Who's their quarterback? Was it like Tyrod Taylor? Oh my god! Then they play the Rams. The Rams have Jared Goff and nobody else. That's because Todd Gurley went to the freaking Falcons. Yep. Then they play the Dolphins again. It's still going to be a win. 
They played the Bills again. That's a win. Then they played the Jets again. The Patriots have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. The Patriots division is the weakest thing ever. It's like the Dodgers division. Bro, the Jets haven't been good since Bill Belichick was the coach of the Jets. Oh, wait, never mind. He quit after day one. Oh. He resigned as the coach of the Jets and then became the coach of the Patriots. Imagine if Bill Belichick stayed with the Jets. Imagine how good they would probably be. They would be running the AFC instead of the Patriots. Basically. Which and, I mean. for, and for people like my dad who want to say that Bill Belichick's an overrated coach, let's just remind you he made, he made the playoffs with Tim Couch, okay? Dude can coach football. I don't think I've ever seen an old dude coach football better than him. Yeah. Uh, well, also he made the playoffs with Drew Bledsoe too, but I actually have some respect for Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Dude was starting over Tom Brady till he got hurt. Well, I guess that's some sort of respect. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> I sent this to you on the talking points on Instagram. The myth, the myth of Tim Tebow. <laughs> okay. So, so let me explain to you what this is. People like my dad believe that Tim Tebow was a decent to good NFL quarterback, and I have his stats here. I did all this research at like four o'clock in the morning, okay? I can't wait to <laughs> because, hear that. Because I had just thought about this yet. I thought about this today at four o'clock in the morning. I got Tim Tebow's stats here. Along I took Tebow's best year. I took everybody's best year. Along with one, two, three, four, five, six. I took six NFL busts best career stats and Tim Tebow's best career stats, right? Yeah, and I'm going to prove why Tim Tebow should not should not have been given another chance to play quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> oh no! Um, you can chime in whenever you want to here, okay? Let's go off. Okay, so I'm going to give you the quarterback. It's going to be Tebow or the other guy, Tebow or Vince Young. Who do you think had the better career out of those guys? Well, the way you're saying it, Vince Young had a better career. Okay, but... let's do it. Uh, in Tebow's best year, he went 7-4 and four with a 46.5 completion percentage, which is less than half. What's the average? Uh, uh, th- what do you mean, average? Average, like completion, whatever it's called. 46.5. Okay. 12 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Uh, oh, no. It's not. It's not. James Winston's it's better, dude. Thirty bad. for thirty. James Winston went thirty for thirty. Yeah, I, I was tempted to put James on here, but James <laughs> <ain't bad. laughs> he, he, he should also put stolen crab legs. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Tebow had a seventy-two point nine QB rating. Now here's why people love Tim Tebow right here: the fourth quarter comebacks and the game-winning drives. Oh my God, he's Jesus. <laughs> Tim Tebow Jesus. As Skip Bayless said one time, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he had he had five fourth quarter comebacks and five game winning drives, and only threw for one thousand seven hundred twenty nine yards. That is awful. If you take away fourth quarter comebacks and game winning drives, he is trash. Say so he's not Jesus no more. He's just another quarterback. Yes, but people who want to think game-winning drives are the most important thing ever. Okay, here's Vince Young. People say Vince Young is an NFL bust. Vince Young made the Pro Bowl twice, one, once in his rookie year. I was, I was tempted to use his rookie year, but I used his 2009 year, which is his, his other Pro Bowl year. He went 8-2, threw for 58.7 completion percentage. Which is higher than Tebow in both of those. Ten touchdowns, seven picks. That's not great, but it's Vince Young here that I'm talking about. I don't expect him to throw for 20 touchdowns. I got you, man. He threw, he threw for 82.8. That's his QB rating, 82.8. Three fourth quarterback, three fourth quarter comebacks, and six game-winning drives. More game-winning drives than Tim Tebow, yet we call Vince Young a bust. <laughs> 
but we say Tim Tebow deserves another chance. No, let us stick with the Mets organization. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so this one, this one's gonna be kind of weird here, but Tim Tebow or Johnny Manziel? <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I, Johnny Manziel was terrible. I'm sorry. So, so you're going Tebow here. Um, yeah. This one, you're actually right. Tim Tebow does play better than Johnny Manziel. I'm going to say Manziel didn't do too much. Johnny Manziel only started six games in his best year. And to be honest, he, he threw seven touchdowns, five picks, and threw for 57.8 completion percentage, which is not good. So Tebow does get the edge over Manziel, but... Manziel is a career bust now and hasn't been in the league since years ago. <laughs> we thought he was the next Brady. Uh, yeah. Okay, Tim Tebow or the, as many people say, the biggest bust in NFL history, Jamarcus Russell. Well, hmm. Russell probably. You are correct. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell went 5-10, and ten, had a higher completion percentage than Tebow, threw for more touchdowns, only had two more interceptions, had a higher, had a higher quarterback rating, one fourth quarter comeback, two game-winning drives, and threw for more yards than Tim Tebow did in his best year. Great. <laughs> Yes, okay. Now, this guy, you won't, you won't have a clue who he is unless you're a diehard Browns fan, which I'm not, but I played Madden the way back I'm in not, the day. What if it's your dad? Okay, my, my dad probably doesn't know who this guy is either because this was before uh, Mo got to the Browns. Are you taking Charlie Fry or Tim Tebow? Okay, that name's, I don't know, that name kind of sounds familiar to me, reason. Um, well, yeah, he was a baller in Madden 08. <laughs> so, Charlie Fry. <laughs> uh, okay, so on this one, you're kind of right, kind of wrong, you know. Um, Charlie Fry went 4-9. and nine. Uh, That's classic Browns tradition. Oh, yeah. Had a higher completion percentage by a lot. Charlie Fry threw for 64.1 completion percentage, which is way higher than Tebow's 46.5%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he threw for 2,454 yards, which is more than Tebow. Um, he threw for less touchdowns and more interceptions, but, higher, but had the same quarterback rating. So they are about even, according to stat standards. And Charlie Fry was a third-round pick. Tim Tebow was a first-round pick. He was a first-round, okay. Yeah. Okay, now, we only have two more to go through, and then you can give your whole statement on what you think about this segment. <laughs> Are you taking Matt Leiner, who most people consider a party boy and bust, or Tim Tebow? Uh, that's a tough one. It really is. Uh, uh, maybe Tebow had a better career in this case. Um, we're kind of in the even again here. Oh, okay. Uh, Liner went four and seven. Tebow went seven and four. Had a higher completion percentage than Tebow. Threw for one less touchdown, and Tebow threw less interceptions. But Liner had a higher quarterback rating. Had a fourth quarter comeback and a game-winning drive. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, now you won't know who this guy is, but he's considered an NFL bust, according to most. I'll just give you some backstory on him. He came out in the same quarterback draft class as Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and Eli Manning. Oh, I see. And he was the fourth quarterback taken in this draft class. JP Lossman or Tim Tebow? Um, I feel like Tebow here. You are wrong. Oh, it's actually Lossman? Yep. And JP's uh, best year, he had the same amount of wins as Tebow. Mm-hmm. Third for a higher completion percentage. What team did he play for? The Bills. Oh, he did that with the Bills. Oh, my God. Back when the Bills were awful. Dang. 
Um, he's he's our only quarterback in this list to throw for three thousand yards. <laughs> All right, I can uh, I can see why now. He threw for nineteen touchdowns, which is way more than Tebow's twelve. Fourteen interceptions, but when you're playing with the Bills, I expect that. Yeah, when you gotta play the Patriots every so often. Yeah, he threw for an eighty-four point nine completion or not completion rate, but QBR, which is way higher than Tebow's seventy-two point nine. One fourth quarter comeback and three game-winning drives. So obviously, we just covered one, two, three, four, five, six NFL busts, and he is better than one. Maybe two. <laughs> Attaboy. Okay, so go ahead and tell me what you think about this segment. <laughs> um, well, if Tebow ever hears this, stay, stay in the Mets organization, man. I, I think you'll be better. <laughs> even though you'll be like in a single A, it'd be better to stay in baseball. You won't get your old man. No, hey, if Tim Tebow hears this and you want to. If you want to be on the podcast and you want to talk to me about your NFL career and why you deserve another shot, come on the podcast, buddy. I'll, I'll, I'll battle you on why you shouldn't be back in the NFL. <laughs> That's great. That's great, man. And, and let's just remember, Tim Tebow was a first-round pick here and was taken 22nd overall. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why was he taken 22nd? What what were the Broncos doing with their lives at this point? They did, was this uh, oh yeah this was before Peyton Manning wasn't it? Yeah, this you know the uh, offensive coordinator for the uh, Patriots, yeah, Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels was the head coach, and that man was like, "We're trading up for Tebow. Take Tebow." I think they got a better pick whenever they finally got Manning. But they when they sure. traded for him, I mean. Well, yeah. And then they traded Tebow to the Jets. And just for all the Tebow lovers out there, let's remember, Tim Tebow was the backup to one Mark Sanchez. Oh, no. He could, beat out, he could not beat out Butler. That, that, that's the most infamous play ever in Jets history, the butt fumble. Yes. So let's just remember that. And Mark Sanchez is actually a cool guy. I've seen him on some uh, talk. I've seen him do some interviews. Mark Sanchez is actually a cool guy. I, he's cool. I just feel bad. He just had that one play that kind of ruined his whole career. Well, he when people ask him about it, he actually laughs about it. Yeah, because it's funny. funny because he ran into his own <laughs> lineman's butt and fumbled the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he, cause he wasn't down by anything but his own. But the ball fell out, so it's technically a fumble. Oh. That's that's a good story to tell his kids right there. It really is. Also, for all the Tebow lovers, oh, I'm, I'm going to keep going on the Tebow rant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, – I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you don't like Tim Tebow. Oh, no. See, okay. I actually liked Tim Tebow for a while, but then once <laughs> – but once the Tebow lovers start coming out by masses, and we're like, Tebow deserves another job. Okay, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Listen, I was cool with Tebow in college because that was that was Tebow's thing. Him, him killing Georgia, that was Tebow's thing. You know, Tebow's gonna run up on Georgia, break Herschel Walker's touchdown record. <coughs> Georgia fans, but um. I was cool with T-Bone in college. Then let the NFL roll around, and he couldn't throw for more than 50% in the NFL. Yeah, that, that's when the, that's when I started slowly disliking Tim Tebow. <laughs> All right, continue on your rant. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you the three quarterbacks on the roster on that Jets team. They were all trash. Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow, and... It's not Bryce Hackenberg, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> Ryan Lindley. <laughs> that that name does not ring a bell. Exactly. Tim Tebow, at, at, during week one, was the third-string quarterback. So you're telling me in training camp he could not beat out Mark Sanchez or Ryan Lindley. He's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's great right there. <laughs> you would hex like Mark Lindley. <laughs> And then after he got cut by the Jets, because, you know, Tebow's going to get cut by the Jets. 
Then he went to New England, okay? Oh, yes, so New sir. England, New England at this time did not have a backup corner. Dude couldn't beat out Brian Hoyer for the starting job, which is something Johnny Manziel did. Manziel money, <laughs> baby. Yeah, it's all about the money. <laughs> so, Tim Tebow couldn't beat out Brian Hoyer, which Johnny Manziel did. Then he got cut by the Patriots. Then he went to the Eagles, and he didn't beat out Nick Foles or Mark Sanchez again. Oh, again. Because <laughs> the Eagles went and signed Mark Sanchez because they needed three quarterbacks on the roster. They had this other guy. I can't even remember who the other guy was. But Tebow got cut. <laughs> See, so, yeah. um, so basically the thing is Mark Sanchez is Tim Tebow's, like, worst – like, like, worst enemy? Yeah, basically. Makes sense. Sounds like it. I, I, I'd i also like to mention to fans of Tebow, Connor Shaw was in the NFL longer than Tim Tebow was. You don't know who that is, and I, that's all I know. That's, like, the only person I know. <laughs> but yeah, I only mention that because Connor's, like, the biggest South Carolina fan I know, so. Well, whenever we were good, <laughs> we were, like, the yeah. three, four seasons – Whenever Spurrier was actually doing something. Also, I'm going to give props to Georgia fans here because, you know, every once in a while I can. Aaron Murray was in the NFL longer than Tim Debo was. And Aaron Murray was a career backup. Good job, Georgia. For three years. Dude, <laughs> 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 this like, oh, I'm good on the backup thing. I'll just go be an well, analyst on SEC. He now. likes that backup life. Come on now. I would love the backup life. Like, Mike Glennon... Okay, this wasn't even a talking point, but I'm going to go on a little Mike Glennon run here. I actually like Mike Glennon a lot. <laughs> My dude, Mike Glennon, has the bit, the best agent of all time. Dude was mediocre in Tampa. What did you drop? Gatorade bottle. Okay. Connor's trying to clean up his room. No, I knocked it off my table. I was drinking it. Okay, buddy. Mike Glennon was, you know, he, he was he was average in Tampa before Jameis got there. That gave him some hope for his career. Then dude got signed like sixty million dollars by the Bears. The Bears? What were the Bears doing? Oh, I'm gonna go in that quarterback room too. Good job, Bears. The Bears quarterback room when they drafted Mitchell Trubisky was Mike Glennon, Mitchell Trubisky. And Mark Sanchez. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Dude, Mark Sanchez has been in the league forever, bro. Where did he go to college? USC, Party Boy College. Oh, my God. Dude, Mark Sanchez has been in the... <laughs> he, he's been everywhere. He has been every team. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike Glennon, once he was cut by the Bears, he got a whole chunk of money from the Bears. Where does uh where does Lennon. where does Mark Sanchez play now? Oh, he he's retired. He's retired. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't. I don't want to see that well, guy. Actually, being... I don't know. He played for the Redskins last year. The Redskins. Oh yes, they they he did. Yeah, he played last year. He might be playing again this year if somebody loses a quarterback. He's probably like he. I'm telling you, don't you know in hockey they have like the reserve goalies that are like yeah, like he's probably that guy. Oh, we lost a quarterback. Uh, the emergency goalie, yeah. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> He's an emergency QB. We lost the QB. We signed you right quick. Yeah. I would be surprised if Cam Newton gets hurt. Mark Sanchez goes to the Patriots. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be terrifying. Again. <laughs> butt fumble on the Patriots. Oh, my God. Wasn't, wasn't the butt fumble against the Pats? Or is it? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, but anyways, back to Mike Glennon real quick. Mike Glennon was retired for like the last two years. And Mike Glennon was keep making bank, right? Because Mike Glennon's like, he scams everybody out of money, basically. That sounds a lot like something a greedy person would do. Well, it ain't greedy. If, if, it's if smart, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, it's smart. But anyways, Mike Glennon's been retired for the last two years. And then all of a sudden... The Jaguars, instead of getting Cam Newton, signed Mike Glenn. Let's go. 
And Mike Glennon is making as much money as Cam Newton will be making if he's if he doesn't meet the incentives. Jesus Christ. Yes. The Jaguars just took Mike Glennon over Cam Newton. <laughs> and then Cam Newton went to the Panthers. Wow. Uh, you mean he went to the Patriots? Come on, man. Oh, crap. I forgot. Hey, I forgot. You know, I, I forget that he, it's, it's, these are very confusing times for me. Yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. Tom Brady's not playing for the Patriots, and Cam Newton is playing for the Patriots. You know what? I won't, I can't do it next episode, because <laughs> I'm, a, I think I'm having my cousin on to talk about wrestling. We're going to go into another wrestling segment. Another, another wrestling time. rant? Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm pretty sure all my viewers or all my listeners are tired of hearing me rant about wrestling. I think I think I'm I'm carrying the I'm like the guest carrying all the weight of the episodes. Like when you, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. Well, I mean, besides my first episode, I mean the 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 first episode you were on has the second most listened. So I mean, what's the first? My first episode. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's how it usually goes. I mean, the first episode's always the most listened to or most watched, so. See, I'm doing something right. Yes, you are, Connor. I'd also like to mention that my mom is not even in the top three, so, in your face, mom. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom really thought she was, like, the best listened to the episode. I'm like, no, you're not even close. You just gotta let you just, you just gotta like let your mom believe it just so she feels good about herself. Okay. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta get my mom on here just so she can roast me, you know. Bro, if if we have a fantasy football episode, if NFL football's coming around, because if if you don't start a fantasy football league, I'm making a fantasy football league and putting everybody in. Okay. So. If fantasy football happens, I'll get your mom and then your dad on the podcast. <laughs> Dude, they, they're they're going to argue. Talk they're going to. I get my mom brag three years in a row. Three years. Like, like was it two, three years in a row? Look at me. I'm so good. So what? I could have beat her, but the one time Andrew Luck doesn't show up whenever he was actually good. And for Connor, I'm the I'm the best fantasy football player there's ever been. Well, let me tell you about my favorite, my best fantasy football accomplishment, okay? So, I was in the league with uh, my friend who I won't name, my mom and my stepdad, right? And some other people. But my stepdad wasn't, was hardly ever using his team. So, I took my team and, and I managed his team. I took my team and his team to the championship. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> So you played yourself in the championship. Yeah, I'm basically like John Gruden in the Super Bowl where he coached the Buccaneers and his former team, the Raiders, were in the Super Bowl the same year. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically the John Gruden of fantasy football. You just played all your cards, right? Yes, I did. My mom really thought she was going to beat me in fantasy football. That ain't how it works. I don't know if you, if you don't watch any if you watch this football as much as you do, I think it's too easy. True, very true. Okay, Connor, um, do you want to say anything before the episode ends? Um, uh, Rob Manfred, uh, you, if you if you dare cancel the season, I'm coming to you. By the way. Okay, Connor. I'm going to hunt you down and make sure. And if he, and if anybody tries canceling the season, because there've already been like four players that have opted out to not play because for good reasons, and I'm not, but I'm not mad at their their choice. That's oh, speaking of which, you brought up a good point right there. People canceling. Matt Kemp got signed by the team. Oh yeah, he got signed by the Rockies. <laughs> what the heck? You get to see 38 year old Matt Kemp playing baseball again. in high altitudes. Dude, what's up with old people getting signed all the time? I'm not. I'm trying to see Puig get signed somewhere, dude. I want that man to play. I mean, usually I rant about wrestling signing old people, but that's what all sports be doing. They be signing people out of their prime to 
contracts they don't need. Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? They sign, like, these terrible teams just get extra players so they can get, like, more viewers. Yeah. They're signing Matt Kemp to try and get Dodger, Dodger Kemp fans to watch Rockies games so they can see Kemp play. Man, all I had to do is watch Matt Kemp last year, and I know he can't play anymore. What did he play for last year? Was like the Marlins or something like that? Yeah, he played awful for the Marlins last year. He batted under 200. Oh, I feel bad for him, though. He was really good whenever he played with L.A. Boy, yeah. Because L.A.'s in a spot where you can succeed with all those big hitters. Can probably hit, like, six, then was behind five good hitters. <laughs> I mean, he was good. You can't, you can't take that away from Matt Kemp. Oh, yeah, but they pitch to you when you're in the sixth spot. When you play for the Marlins and you're hitting in the two-hole, they don't pitch to you the same way. Well, especially since they know how you work now. <laughs> yeah. Bro, the Phillies need to bring Chase Utley back. Oh, my God, the Silver Fox, that did. Bro, the Phillies, the Phillies actually have a chance of winning a ring again. Bring Chase Utley. Well, the chance of winning a ring would be like, yeah, this is their one time to actually do it. Yeah, bro. They bring back Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, and Ryan Howard. <laughs> bring back the big three of the Phillies. Heck, dude, just bring back um, bring Roy Holiday's casket, why don't you? Okay, Jesus. I think you're pushing it, man. Yeah, I know. It's something the Phillies would do. I mean, you can see what they did with Harper. Bro, the Phillies would pull off something and be like, um, they'd win the championship and they'd be like five years after Roy Holiday died and they'll be like, this one was for Roy. Dude, no, it will be, it'll be like, it will be 20 years and 20 years, mark my words, they'll win a championship and they'll say it's for Roy. And then, and then it's like, I think and it's, I think, all the, I mean, all the kids are going to be like, who is Roy Holiday? That's facts. I was watching a video. On like some of the greatest, like think about it, some of the greatest pitchers. Like, he's one of the greatest pitchers, but nobody's gonna remember him because of what happened. That's facts. Think about Jose Fernandez. R.I.P. Jose. I mean Ventura. I mean they're all good people. No, he wasn't a good person. Ventura's kind of a. I don't know. <laughs> he was kind of mean. He tried fighting. He tried fighting Mike Trout now, but uh, he was good. He was a good pitcher. I'd be down to fight Mike Trout. <laughs> no, dude, you don't. You don't want to fight nice guy Trout. Uh, maybe I do. Uh, only people I'd fight in the MLB if, if they're going to pay me money to do it. I would fight um, Mike Trout because Mike Trout would go easy on me because Mike Trout cares about people. <laughs> and then I fight Christian Yelich. <laughs> Why? Because I like Christian Yelich. So, I mean, and Christian Yelich, I think, is a nice guy. So, he'd probably take it easy on me, too. Exactly. Now, I would not fight Ruffin Dodor or Ryan Braun because Ryan Braun's on that roid rage all the time. And Rognet just destroyed Jose Bautista. Yeah, he, he's not on roid rage. He's on, like, that protein. <laughs> no, he's on the, um, he's on the, oh, my God, I'm offended that this guy did it. That this guy hit a home run in the postseason and was happy about it, so he flipped his bat. Yeah. Jose Bautista wants to be a pitcher. Mm. He's going like 95-ish, I think. Yeah. Oh, speaking of people who want to be pitchers, former Jets quarterback Christian Hackenberg said he's going to be a pitcher. If you know who that is. I've seen that, and I'm like, uh, good luck. Hey, if Tebow can do it, Christian can do it. Tebow's like single A, though. But, and Tebow's oldest guard. Good job, Tebow. He's going to retire a single A Mets organizational player. Bro, Tebow made it triple A last year. What you talking about? That ain't like what, like 200? Uh, it was below 200. <laughs> My point exactly. Bro, hey. We're all about selling tickets here in New York. Okay, before uh, Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez by the Mets. Okay, J Lo has more rings than the Mets. Uh, that doesn't take much, man. She has, she has three. The Mets have two. 
This is sad. That's sad. It actually is. We've got more rings than the athletics, damn. But nobody ever talks about that. Well, because of the athletics. That's true. That ain't nobody even care about the athletics. Athletics and Rays, the two wild card teams from last year, nobody ever talks about them. Because the athletics are boring and the Ra- they're the only The team Rays play in Florida. <laughs> The Rays play in, uh, well, yeah. Play in Florida. Nobody cares in Florida. But we care about the Marlins. We talk about them on the podcast. They're the Marlins. They just suck. It's funny to talk about teams that are bad. The Rays aren't bad. They're actually like, like hot, like not high caliber, like, like mid to high caliber team. Yeah. If they get paid more, they would actually be very good. Bro, at least it's not like the in at least it's not like the NBA where because baseball, if you're a wild card team, you're like you, you can win one game and be on your way to the, the freaking uh, pennant, then win the pennant. Look at the Nationals. Win the Literally wins the World Series or wins the wild card because one the right fielder that should have been Christian Yelich, they won everything. Yeah, see. But, MLB is like, if you're like the NBA and you're a seven or eight seed, like every year, you're in what we call NBA purgatory. Don't you're s- not good. Doesn't doesn't the bad. eight seed got to play like the one seed or something? Yeah, the eight seed <laughs> plays the one seed, the seven plays the two. You're in NBA purgatory. I, mean, I know, I know the wild card has to play the leader of that division, but you can actually win that. Yeah, and it, it's five games, right? Yeah, it's five games. A five-game series is easily turned. Yeah. In the NBA, it's like, it's all a series of seven games, and you're not going to beat LeBron in a seven-game series. Sorry, Orlando. Makes sense. That ain't happening. All right, we should probably wrap this up before it gets to three hours. Uh, It's not even an hour yet. I I was thinking about making the podcast longer. But then, then I realized I got to talk more about actual content in the sports world. And with no sports, it's kind of hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Connor, for being on the podcast once again. I appreciate you, man. Anytime. Uh, okay. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I'll say because I do get busy with baseball. I have games like every day now. Yeah, bro. Just wait until school starts for you and I'm homeschooled. <laughs> I swear I ain't going to school this year, bro. I'm going to stay home and just do the online school oh i hate online school but anyways thank you for being on the podcast brother i appreciate it yeah and we will see you next episode on the three ball podcast